we're back, part two. We got the draft crew. Maybe we get Rue Phillips. We don't know. He's currently AWOL, or uh, he's going to be jumping on here shortly. So, you got Sean Z here. We got Farky. What up, Farky? What up? And we got Mr. Kovach, the returning champion, second time back into the fold. What up, Kev? What's up, fellas? Thanks for inviting me back. All right. So last time we talked, you were in uh, Goodyear for the Indians. One quick minute. Why do Indians fans have to go? Or not? One time. <laughs> Why do they got to go one sorry. time in their life? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, it, it, well, two things. One, the facility is amazing. And the access to every the players and what they give you and what you're able to do is awesome. Two, it solidifies how much better Indians fans are than Reds fans because if you go to the uh, if you go to the um, uh, you know if you want to buy some the gift shop, the Reds there's like one thing gone out of every Reds rack. Well, it's like Bengals the fans. Indians they're, they're barely fans, and mostly yeah. because they're lucky yeah. anyways. And they can barely get out of the state, let alone travel to someplace warm. It solidifies it, how like, much better our yeah, fan base is. February is a prime meth cooking month, so they <laughs> can't leave the state. Like that's that's where business and commerce is made for Reds fans. If you like to golf, drink, gamble, casinos, and nightlife. Arizona's a pretty good place to be that time of year. Let me tell that's you. That's the spot. That's the yeah. cell. That's the pitch. All righty. Good shit. Well, and the Ruth's thirsty parrot. Like we, what's that? Thirsty parrot. <laughs> uh, is there a thirsty parrot there? Oh, I thought you said clean. Yeah, there's there's a hundred thirsty parrots. There are thirsty parrots on there. There are thirsty parrots with tens instead of thirst and then instead of fours. Well, That's there's always been a big Ohio contingency because it's like every other year the Ohio State was at the damn Fiesta Bowl. So yeah, um, they yeah, got no Buckeye doubt. bars. They got Cleveland bars galore. So, all right. We watched, so the Buckeyes, we watched the Buckeyes at a Buckeye backer bar in the first round of the tournament. There you go. There Downtown you go. Scottsdale. It was awesome. Boom. All righty. So we're going to hit today. We're hitting the mock. This is part two. You heard the shit show that was part one with Mark and his Baker Mayfield. We'll touch on the Browns draft at the back end of this as well. We might circle back on some of the rapid fire, too, that we gave those guys just to get your guys' takes on it as well. So uh, I'll, I'll surprise you guys with those when it comes time. But we're going to hit this this mock. and We're going to hit it hard uh, from the last podcast. We kind of, you know, touched the fringes, hit some teams, whatnot. Uh, we've since posted this. You got to check the website, you know, as Luke highlighted at Glory Podcast on Twitter. But we're getting right into it. Nitty gritty. First pick, Cleveland Browns. Rapid fire. Ruse got Darnold. I've got Darnold. Kevin, who you got? Rosen. Farky? I got Darnold. Not who I necessarily want first, but who I think they're going to take. And if anybody listens to part one, you're going to know where uh, at least the Monday Night Man wants to sit. He was spitting out tons. Like, he was more prepared tonight, guys, than I think he's ever been prepared in his entire life to hit on all the stats with Baker Mayfield. So uh, I, I'm of the opinion that I like Mayfield better than Darnold. I just think the Browns are going to do the Browns thing and pick somebody with a little bit of happy feet 
and that I'm not entirely sold on as far as a turnover machine. So what better place for him to be than under Hugh, Hugh Jackson's guys and uh, our leadership? So, um, and Kev, Rosen, yeah. thoughts? Well, he's the best player. I think he's the best talent, and I'm a believer that that wins out. Um, I've, I listened to his high school coach today, and I know it's always skewed. But I liked a lot of the things that he had to say about his character that he gets a lot of bad rap on. Um, I am your brother. He's, he's selling me on the reasons for Mayfield and why he thinks it fits into this regime. But I'm at this point, and I know it's only two weeks away, I'm going with the guy that's the best talent. Rosen's the best talent. They haven't been talking about him. There's too much chatter about these other guys, and for some reason, that just makes me think they're going the opposite direction. You see a swivel, okay? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll get into that more in the in the coming weeks. Probably at least another pod before the draft, maybe two. So uh, we'll break that down a little bit more. I think as we get closer to it, maybe we get an idea, maybe we don't. But I agree with you on a pure thrower with Rosen, um, and what we can't do is get hooked with Mark. He's a very compassionate salesman, but that dude, if he was right all the time, you know, the Monday Night Man, you know, would have his own station somewhere and uh, not, you know, not slopping around in some. He'd have an eight hundred number. That's that's right. He'd be uh, he'd be the one hitter. What, what was it from uh, California? One hit wonder. The no, one, one hit wonder. Wait, one that's hit right. Take, no, no, no. One hit take all. One hit, one, take, one all. hit take all. All right, we got to get, the, gotta get Jake in the Pacific. We got to get Jake listen to the pod so he'll actually like give that a shout out. So, all right, let's move on. Let's try and get these other teams quick. The Giants second pick. Ruse got Chubb. I got Rosen. Kev, who you got? I got Chubb too. I think just real quick. I think they won two Super Bowls getting to Brady, and I don't care who's there. I think that that's what they think they need to do. They still think Eli's got a three or four years left. I'm going with the best defensive end and trying to get to the quarterback. Barky. I got Rosen uh, for for the reasons that Kevin mentioned and uh, also because I got passed on the quarterback uh, opinion there on the first question, the first take. So I'll Well, just you mention. had Darnold. We were already kind of all – we had three guys on Darnold. So I wanted to – yeah, I was going to pivot to you here. Relax. So you well, so you like uh, Rosen and, and you know, the, the word is that he, he wants the Jewish fan in New York to back him, either with well, the Giants or Jets. That's certainly a take there, but I also I mentioned earlier to Monday Night Mark today that he he's got some intangibles that that I think are important for a quarterback, and I know I know that he has made a pitch for Mayfield. Mayfield does have some leadership intangibles, but uh, I, I do think Rosen's the most talented quarterback in the draft, and I know Monday Night Mark is personally financially invested in Mayfield, so he has been overly passionate about that. But he's he's thrown up some good supporting stats. I'll give him that. Yeah, he passions and Merck's never lacking there. All right, the Jets. Ruse got Rosen. I got Josh Allen here. Very leery of it. Kev, who you got? I have Darnold, but I'm rethinking that Allen in 2.0, I think it might be Allen. I, I can't read these quarterbacks really well, but I, I have Darnold as of right now. Not convinced, though. Barkey? I've got Barkley. I just think that there's still going to be a lot of hoopla and excitement around them, and I think that they're going to want to take somebody that they see as a, a viable playmaker that, uh, you know, 
with some comparisons people have made, supposedly doesn't have any anyone else in the draft like him or hasn't had one in the draft so like him for a while. you think they traded up for Barkley, though? Aren't they going to get shit from their from the New York fan base? I just think I, I I cannot sell myself on Allen, so I'm probably I'm probably separating myself from some logical thinking here. I just I, I cannot logically sell myself on Allen. So you All think right. they're going? They're they're good with Bridgewater, McCown. I, I'll tell you this: if, <laughs> when you talk it out loud, it sounds a lot worse. <laughs> It, I like, it, it like I, looks I, fine on paper because I don't think Allen is better than either of those two guys. But, yeah, that's a tough sell to New York, man. I will say this. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if the Jets do, but I like Teddy Bridgewater. I, I, I would hey, have I'll a hard time. This way. You got plenty of real estate on that island that you own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a hard on. time with – hold on. Sorry, Sean. I have a hard time thinking that – if you have the third pick in the draft, and there's going to be at least two guys available, if not three, with a guy who almost got his leg amputated, that you're just going to go with uh, a position that's known for four years at best. Have you seen the moves the Jets have made the last, what, five years? That's a good counterpoint. That's a fair counterpoint, but yeah. I don't know that the GM gets to see this team take the field if he makes that pick. Then again, I don't know who's running the Jets either. So it's chaos there. And they did trade a farm to get up to three, though. I just you can't do that unless you can sell it on your quarterback. But, hey, crazier things have happened. That will actually touch a later point when we hit rapid fire. So we might have already gotten Farkey's uh, rapid fire answer to one of the questions. All right, Cleveland at four. Ruse got Derwin James at defensive back here. I've got Chubb in my spot. Kev, what do you got? So I didn't know if we were doing trades, but I had to yeah, trade. No, down we got trades. Yeah, I, I did a trade with Buffalo. I think they're going to sell out. I think they gave up their offensive linemen to get to where they are and then to move up again. Um, and in my mock, Chubb's gone. Um, if things change and I feel like Chubb's going to be there, I don't think the Browns will trade down. But as of right now, I had Buffalo trading up for Josh Allen. Barky, what do you got? A little bias here because I, I'm desperately begging for this. I got Chubb, uh, best defensive player in the draft. Man, would I love to see them get a get a quarterback in him. And my caveat is if Chubb's there, that they should be sprinting there to the to the podium and call it a day. Quarterback uh, Chubb, yeah, and and forget about it. Interesting. All right. Um, I think I, I do. I think they're smitten with Chubb. I also think a guy that's in play with the Browns here, if Chubb's gone, if they don't trade, I think Quentin Nelson's in play. Mark and I have been on that. I just, it's just an elite talent. I don't. It doesn't make a ton of sense, but. Maybe they trade Bentonio or, or or something or move some guys. Maybe see if some guy can play left tackle. I'm I hard to find it hard to believe Sean Coleman's going to be the starting left tackle next year. Um, can Can Bentonio play? Tackle? Probably not. But no. and I don't know how movable his deal is. I know Zeitler's deal is not movable. But no, you know who knows. Um, all right, let's now. I think is where it starts to get further interesting. Denver Ruse got Nelson here to the Broncos. They just had taken Bowles, I think, the year before 
at tackle. So it's a little curious of pick. I've actually got a trade here with Buffalo uh, where Denver gets 12 and 22 and take and Buffalo gets five. They probably throw in a, a third or something like that in addition. And I think this is Baker Mayfield to the Buffalo Bills here. Kev, who you got? I actually have Baker Mayfield there too, but non-trade. I think Case Keenum has played one year of good football in his life. So uh, it's a quarterback league, and Baker's an elite talent. Um, I think they go with him, and now you've got two guys, and you can never be wrong having two guys at that position. Barky. Kev, uh, a little bit to your point as well. I've got Mayfield. Um, I, I just think, and, and let me say, I like Darnold Rosen or Mayfield for the Browns. So those guys are all real close to me. Mayfield's exciting, and, and he reminds me a lot of a of, of a personality like Elway. So I, I think after the, the mistake he made with the Brockett ship, to Kev's point, he's got to have some some backup here with having Case Keenum, and I think this is a good guy for them. I think that's fair. I think Denver could take Mayfield straight up, too. Um, but I also think Denver might be looking at the Von Miller window and say, I got three years. I got Keenum. He can get me over the three years when we've been as bad as we've been at quarterback. I got to go replenish a couple and get a little bit more you know, feisty as I'll get to with, with the 12 and 22 picks. So I, I don't know. I, I agree with you guys. I think Mayfield, this is a prime spot for him regardless of uh, who, what team ends up taking him. Six, Indianapolis. Ruse got Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, obviously, I've been big on this guy. Love him. I don't have him here. I got Quentin Nelson. I think it's perfect for Andrew Luck if he ever throws a football again. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in rapid fire. Kev, who you got here? So I went a little off the board here, but I watched Indy play the Browns and the Browns threw on them. So I'm a little bit biased with Denzel Ward here. I think that their DBs are really bad. and so They're going Warden Hooker in the DBs if Hooker can come back the, from the knee. The Ohio State defensive back situation has been pretty good. Um, you know, you run a 4, 340 and do what he did at Ohio State. I think that's, that's hey, justifiable I'd love, I'd love in the top prop, 10 I'd love position. to get a prop bet of Ward inside the top 10. I, I know that. Yeah. I, they haven't came out with enough props yet. Maybe that one will come out. If it does, rest assured, we're going to be tweeting and uh, writing articles about that one because that's I I see him as a lock. I see Edmonds as a lock. Uh, Nelson as a lock. Farky, who you got here at six? I've got Nelson. Um, and Luke Grilly, by the way, definitely thinks that uh, Luck's going to throw the ball again after that fleecing. He no, he's worried. Game. We just touched on that on the, on the last podcast. Okay. Well, he's, he's very concerned now all of a sudden. Listen, it's not a flashy pick, but this guy, what he does to defensive players, it's it's pretty incredible, and it, he could turn the entire tide of the offensive line there. So protect your quarterback. Yeah, uh, I think it's a it'd be a big move for for the Colts here. At seven, we got a consensus other than Sparky, so we're just going to skip through it because we've already covered it, and he covered him. Saquon Barkley for the three of us. Sparky, who you got here to Tampa? The uh, the squad near and dear to you, at least. Yeah, I know it's not uh, it's not really what everyone's thinking, but I really just I, I like the quote sexy pick of Derwin James going to these guys. Um, just what he did the last two years at Florida State, especially that two years ago before he got injured. And I know Tampa Bay, uh, who they draft? They drafted Justin Evans in round two last year, and they re-signed Chris Conti and uh, Keith Tandy in the offseason. But James is good enough to start over those guys, so I think I think they keep him at home. 
Yeah, that, that's interesting because I, knowing they did that at the same time, you know, if James is sitting there, he makes a lot of sense for them. So, um, and it's interesting. They've actually had a weird visit list. They've had Tavion Bryan in uh, twice now. Oh, um, really? Which is, where they met with him at the Combine extensively, and then they just had him in this weekend for the, almost like two days, which is a little longer than normal. So no kidding. Really early hmm. for them. But I read into that like, hey, if seven is up for sale, we can get into the teens maybe. Um, or, you know, there's the potentially there's a team in New England that, that has got some ammunition that could be in play a little bit. So something to watch there if, if they're real smitten with Brian. Uh, I have read I have read some local stuff, though, that, that they do like Fitzpatrick. And it wouldn't be a surprise if they if they tried to get him or even traded down for a team looking for a quarterback. That's interesting. I, Fitzpatrick's the second best corner and the second best safety in this draft. That, I, I agree. I agree. It's just such a weird thing to, to do to take him just because he's this hybrid thing and but he's not better than Ward and he's not better than James at their respective positions but um okay eight Chicago um Rue and I are lockstep here Denzel Ward I think it's a perfect fit he's a little small for them but plays cold weather plays bigger um I think we like the fit there a lot Kev who you got uh I got Nelson um they invested in the wide receivers they've got although What's his name? Howard's taking the Bears off his Twitter account or something like that. I was reading the other day, so I don't know. Well, if he took to Indiana too. He took Indiana stuff too. It, it, who knows what these cats? But um, I got Nelson here. I agree with you. I think he's in play for the Browns at four. I think it would be a steal for the Bears with the young quarterback and some of the wide receivers they've added, uh, the offensive help that they need. Um, arguably the most talented player via position in the draft, but the way my board fell, uh, you know, he's, he's still a guard and, you know, I got him falling a little bit farther than everybody else. Farky, uh, now to you bears. I'm also with Ward. Nothing much more to add on that other than I'll give you one stat. This guy allowed 35 completions on a hundred targets in three seasons. So that's, that's pretty incredible. Best corner in the draft. Big time. Agree. Blew it out of the, the water at the combine as well as expected. San Francisco, Ruse got Fitzpatrick here. I got Derwin James. Kev, who you got? I got Tremaine Edward Edmonds. I mean, um, yeah, I think they need to get to the quarterback. They've done a lot of good things, and I think that guy's a special talent. 19 years old, too. Farky, who you got? You guys are going to be a little surprised, but I'm going to go Sutton here. I think they need they need a weapon to add there. I think he's the guy. He's uh, He's got all the physical intangibles. Uh, just a big catch receiver, and I think he'll do a lot for them over there. Kyle Shanahan goes for his Julio Jones big receiver guy. There you without go. Maybe speed and explosiveness, but certainly uh, big and impactful over the middle target-wise. Interesting. Okay, Oakland. Ruse got Roquan Smith. This is my spot for Edmonds. Uh, you know, he's perfect Raider player and, and the John Gruden special. Kev, who you got? I got Fitzpatrick here. Okay. Another There's reason somebody, other, they definitely no. they definitely need uh, back four guys. Who who the guys the Browns just pick up that actually was pretty good? Carry. Carry. Yeah. I don't Carey, know his first yeah. name, but was, I mean, whatever. He'll come to us and suck. <laughs> but uh, Farka, who you got? Hey, I got Fitzpatrick as well. Um, uh, he's a guy that can start right away. I think he's got a high ceiling. He can chip in at safety. 
Um, it can also be thrown in right away at some nickel corner. There's a lot of different things you can do with him, so I, I've got him as well. Yeah, I don't mind that pick. I, I could actually see um, the guy that I – why if it's going to Miami here, I could see this be a total flip where you, you could flip Edmonds to Miami and, and Oakland to take Fitzpatrick. I could easily see that. At 11, Rue, he's waited, he's waited, and he's taken – and he's got them taking Baker Mayfield over uh, the Ryan Tannehill experiment soon to end apparently. I've got, again, uh, Fitzpatrick. Kev, who you got targeted here? I got Sue's replacement, B to B, defensive line, Washington. Yeah, trying to get big. Danny Sheldon 2.0. How's he going to uh, do in that Miami Heat? Just swamp ass. Uh, I mean – you probably didn't think horribly, about that. When but he's, he's got, like, he's, how bad is he going to smell after a game? You, you got to have somebody play in the middle, though, right? You got to have somebody there. Yeah, who knows? You can get one of them Dade County boys just to kind of slap around in there. I don't yeah, know. there's got to be 15 JUCOs that they can recruit a couple guys from down there, right? Exactly. All right. All right. Well, we'll see, Farky. I do not think that they're sold or uh, satisfied with Ryan Tannehill. So I'm going to go Josh Allen here, QB. And this is a guy who completed 56% of his passes. <laughs> so then and, you replace Ryan Tannehill with Josh Allen. As a How about going from Wyoming to South Beach, guys? Like, holy hell. And by the way, Josh Allen, if that scenario plays out, he will be tutored by Burris' own Brock Osweiler. What a dynamic in the QB room. You know what my favorite comment I've seen about Josh Allen is? Is uh, – a guy who completed 56% of his passes as a two-year starter in a second-rate conference. <laughs> that's Chris I, Carter, that's on first take today, Chris Carter had the Browns going Josh Allen. And his logic was <laughs> they have Tyrod Taylor, so take the biggest arm because you can, you can teach him. <laughs> and my Tyler point Taylor is – Taylor don't well, have a big arm. Uh, Josh Allen? Kev, what's Tyrod Taylor's comp of all the quarterbacks in the draft? Baker Mayfield. Exactly. What the hell is Chris Carter talking about? Because he can sit him for two years. Oh, my God. Chris, keep catching passes without gloves. I got got newsflash for people. When we're 3-11, I ain't watching Tyrod Taylor run out there anymore. Like. yeah. The guy's going to play. He might play two, three games. He's going to play. Like, the idea of sitting somebody for two years, we don't have Brett Favre. Like, this isn't an Aaron Rodgers-Brett Favre situation. These Browns fans, gotta, they got to get hip to it. You can't keep listening to Tony Gross and blabber on about Baker Mayfield trying to upgrade to first class, never mind the fact that he's dead wrong. I, hey, I'm with you. I mean, but CC, he's piped in. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. Yeah, he'll tell he's you piped he's piped in. in. That's right. Can't my keep, people, my people, blow away me. from Odell Beckham. But yeah, he's piped in. That's right. Yeah. Um. All right, Buffalo. Ruse got Josh Allen here. He he went Wyoming to Buffalo. That seems like a better kind of <laughs> state to kind of city to city correlation there. I've I've got again. This is the Denver pick. I got Marcus Davenport here. Harold Landry's in play too, but I think Marcus Davenport. You pair him across from Vaughn. Vaughn Miller. Now you're getting after the quarterback. It's now your DeMar- younger Demarcus Ware type. That's what I'm seeing with Elway and company. Um, Kev, I think you're going the same route, different player. Who you got? So, Sean, I had the trade down with the, with the Browns, and I'm going Harold Landry 
the Browns get the second best edge guy in the draft pickup, which we will talk about later, I'm sure, 22 and a sec a future second. And they address both things that they originally wanted to address. Yep. I got gotcha. you. Farky, you're still a lockstep. This is still Buffalo for you, right? Yep. I'm sticking with Buffalo. And I'll tell you what, if they don't, if it, they're rebuilding, right? If they do not make filling out their front seven a priority, then someone needs to lose their job. So I haven't taken uh, Edwards here. I think he's a great Edmonds. fit. Got yep. Edmonds. Edmonds. Okay. Tremaine Edmonds. That's interesting. I don't think he gets past 11, but if he does, I can't see how he gets past 12. And he certainly doesn't get to this team, the Washington Redskins, at 13. This is where it starts to get a little interesting. We'll start seeing some real deviation of players. Rue has the Hughes kid. I think it's uh, Mike Hughes from Central Florida. These corners are all kind of like two through six are kind of seemingly interchangeable. So yep. Rue's got Hughes here. At 13, I got Roquan Smith. I think this is a prime spot for him. Washington, they need a little bit of a thumper front seven guy, but he can also run. Love the versatility that he adds to the Redskins. Kev, who you got here? I have Derwin James, and this was the hardest one that I didn't fit in higher. It just, that's the way my board played. But uh, special talent, and got to be honest with you, he could go seven picks higher, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I my, think this my is personal opinion, this was I, I, I've been actually saying this for the longest time. I didn't think he got past thir- – there's no way he gets past 13. Everybody's like, oh, Seattle, Seattle. It's like there is no way in hell he's, yeah. first of all, getting past 13. He's and if special. he did, Baltimore's taking him, and then we're all pissed off about it. Correct. I, I agree. He's a special talent. I just – I think there's a lot – I think quarterbacks are too important. And these other guys were really good, too. So that's just – that's where I'm at right now. Marky. For me, I'm, I'm putting V here. I think they, that this is their biggest need, and I think they fill their biggest need with him. Similar to Chicago, they need to close out this front seven. So give me V. V to V. All righty. Uh, 14. This is where Rue is um, – he's kind of – I'm in the same thinking as him. He's got Marcus Davenport here, pair up with Clay Matthews. The guy gets after the pass rusher or gets after the quarterback. Is kind of a, a little bit of um, a project pass rusher, but one that's that's pretty feisty and size-wise is a monster. I'd go the other direction. His soft – well, actually, let me think about this. His junior season, he was fantastic. I got the Landry kid from BC here, Harold Landry. Love him as, as a talent. I think he's been – Creeping, creeping, creeping up boards. I originally maybe had him, Kev, to, to Vrabel. I just don't see how he gets out of you know the top, you know, in out of the teens certainly. And I think Green Bay is a prime candidate for him. Uh, played hurt a ton of last year, and um, I think this allows them to get after the quarterback, which they desperately need to do better, particularly in light of the fact they lost a lot of uh, back four guys. So, Kev, who you got here? I, I love. I love that Landry fit that you have. <clears throat> I have the Browns taking him a couple earlier because two guys that I think I think Landry's going later, or I mean earlier than people think. Um, and just a side note, I'm switching my allegiance to the Packers if the Browns take Allen at one, so I'm just going to be on record as that. Uh, Rokon Smith is who I have. I think they can use anybody on defense at any level. And he's the best player on my board at this point. So shore up that position. 
What do you got, Farky? I got McGlinchey, and I'm not going to dispute that they need they need to fill some defensive positions. But uh, you know, being so invested in a Hall of Fame quarterback that they have, I, I just think this is an almost can't miss being the best tackle in the draft. Interesting. No, we had him uh, mocked early in the year. I know Rue and I, so um, that's that's not a reach to me whatsoever. Um, and I don't think it's to Kevin as well. At not 15, at all. I think this is a reach for Rue. Um, so he's not even here to defend himself. I, I like the kid a lot. I think he's he's in the twenties. Maybe Detroit's his his target area or ceiling. But he's got the Hernandez kid um, out of out of UTEP. I. That's that's a tough sell at guard for me. It just, it's just I don't see it. Will Hernandez, um, kind of a, a, a senior bowl guy, came up through that. A little bit of a reach for for Rue here, so he's not here to defend himself. So we can't you know jump on him too much. But uh, I just don't see it. Uh, I, I actually myself have Vita Via here. I think they they kind of trying to rebuild up front. Um, Arizona's in a tough spot, guys. Like, I could easily see Lamar Jackson here, too, to be perfectly honest. Like, they got to kind of blow this thing up or get somebody that that kind of makes a splash, don't they? And I, I think we're all on the same page that, that we don't see him doing that. But this might be where I'm dead wrong and maybe all of us are. Or, you know, we're right where they're going to target the trenches. Kev, what do you got? I, I, I went against myself. Denver, I argued for Baker Mayfield. In Arizona, I was thinking exactly what you were saying, quarterback here. Um, but I ended up going with McClinchy just because Bradford needs to stay upright. If they think they're good, which I don't know if they do, they better keep him off his ass. And, you know, he's the best tackle in the draft, and I haven't had him off the board yet. So that's why I went. Parky. I think we were on the same uh, wavelength here, Sean. You went V. I already have him off the board, so I went with Payne here. I, I agree. I think they do need to to put some more people up front. Um, they they do have a lot of voids though, and they're an aging team, so um, they they probably could use you know maybe a playmaker on offense. But uh, I'm, I'm going to go D tackle here. I, Arizona and this next team are, are the two toughest for me thus far because. Uh, both of their rosters, Arizona and now Baltimore, sixteen. I, I I look at them and I think like I don't know how if you guys feel the same. I think both rosters are a disaster, and it, it's a little bit like when the Browns took Phil Taylor when we had all these other holes, and it's kind of like oh that's nice, but what's he gonna do? He's not gonna give you a he's not giving you a game anywhere. Like it's just kind of a complimentary piece. And it just feels like you're in limbo. So Baltimore Ruse got Harold Landry. I think that that'd be a great pick. That's a Suggs replacement. I and I think Kevin and I have him gone already. Um, I had Payne here. The Bama connections. I I don't. I'm not a big fan of the Bama connections either. Payne or Ridley here, just because I think it's too cliche for Ozzy and it's his last draft. But I kind of just reluctantly took Payne because they have to build up front, and it just feels like a Baltimore type move. Kev, what do you got? I, I took the cop out and had Ridley there um, more so because they keep signing these awful wide receivers and keep getting these guys out there in the Alabama connection. Um, probably a little bit of a lazy comp for me. Again, I think Arizona-Baltimore, and I could be nuts on this, 
are both in play for a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. That's I think my I, personal opinion. I, I think Lamar Jackson is looking at these two teams and, you know, there might be even having direct conversations with him because he doesn't have an agent. And, you know, he's been a little bit difficult to reach from some teams. And it might be the old NBA where you get a little bit of a promise. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be a little smoke with that. Farky, what do you got here? I like uh, I like Smith paired with uh, C.J. Mosley. Um, I know people are knocking him. He's a little small. But, you know, he could be another like uh, a Telvin Smith or maybe like a Deion Jones. Um, I just I just think that that's attractive pairing him with the with Mosley at linebacker. Yeah, any of those guys are good. I mean, it's going to be a crapshoot at this point. We know that. Could that be a trade spot, you think, though, Farg? I mean, yes. Yes. New England loves loves so it's just you know that he's not been bashful about that. Luke Grilly talked about that extensively on part one. Just maybe something to watch there. So we'll we'll at least flag that on Farkies is uh, something to keep an eye on. That he's he likes the player there, maybe not the team to go with it, but um, we'll see. Or at least he's he's thinking it could be someone else even on top of it. All right, um, let's go the Chargers. Um, LA, San Diego, whatever the hell you want to call him. Rue's got the Vita Via here. We can clear him off the board. I went my cues. I honestly, I, I actually would flip this to Jay, Jay Alexander from Louisville. I think he's flipped around on the boards and is now maybe the number two, three corner. But um, for the sake of this, I had Hughes, so I'll stick with him. Uh, Kev, who you got here? So. I put Deron Payne. Um, not happy with that. Again, at this point, That's a it's lot like, of money in your D line. It's hard. It's hard to do. But uh, I, I, I am a big believer. You got to get to the quarterback. You got to have a quarterback. Get to the quarterback and protect your quarterback. And um, if they have to let maybe Ingram go or something go, they've got another guy in there, and he he takes some pressure off the two guys that they have. And they got to get a push in that division to get to the quarterback. So that's who I have. I was really impressed with Payne in the national championship game. I can't get over how talented he was. Again, is he a guy that is going to bring it every day? I don't know. But when he does, I, I'm telling you, there ain't 15 guys better than him in this draft when he brings it's it. An, it's an interesting D line. I'll say that with Ingram, Bosa, and, and Payne. Holy hell. Farky, who you got here? Kevin, I'm with you here, but I'm with Hurst. I've already got Payne off the board, so uh, I think these guys last year obviously proved that their offense could move the ball. We'll see if the uh, Jared Goff project continues to to shine. But, yeah, I'm going to go uh, defensive tackle here with Hurst. So here's the thing about Hurst. The Browns, I read that they love him, uh, he, which I find fascinating. He's a, he's a good player. But aren't they I mean, hoping he falls? I, I I guess my whole thing is like they've Who's had him down? in. He was in this weekend. Like, there's a lot of like, I, I it's just it's it's an interesting thing when you know, okay, we let Shelton go, but like they like a couple guys in the room. They like Brantley. They like the um, Oganucci. Like they they don't mind you know Meter and some of these depth guys. You could find a second, third round guy. And again, I I know you guys don't necessarily align with this, but like next year's defensive tackle draft is elite as all hell that I'm, I find it very curious that there are that 
much smoke of how much they like this kid. So uh, he's he's in the watch. He might be the best penetrating defensive tackle in the draft. He's, well, he's I, a beast. Where I'm going is if the Browns trade four and they maybe with Buffalo, he I thought he'd be the target maybe at 22 or something. So just something to keep an eye on. Um, Seattle 18, big time rebuild now. Uh, so are they going to do it on the fly or are they going to do brick by brick? I think this pick uh, that Rue and I have aligned with, which kind of indicate they're trying to do some of this on the fly. This is Joshua Jackson, corner uh, Iowa, uh, just drop in, replace for Richard Sherman. So, Kev, who you got here? So I have I I probably lost more money on Seattle in the four o'clock games than anybody in the history of gambling last year. Um, so I went Connor Williams because I watched. Uh, their quarterback and their any, yeah they backs. couldn't block anybody yeah I mean it was embarrassing and I'm a Russell Wilson fan um, I like him and I watched that guy run around with like a chicken with his head cut off so I went Connor Williams just because I thought he was the best offensive lineman available and their offensive line was embarrassing last year. Yeah, I, I I can't fault that one whatsoever. Seattle's got a ton of holes for being, you know, as as somebody who thinks of, they're really good. That's it. Yeah, for as lead <laughs> as they think they are, that's that's spot on. Absolutely. Barky, I'm with you. I got Jackson here. Um, only started one year, but man, that guy hawks the ball. Eight, eight, what? Eight interceptions, I think, last year. But uh, 17 pass breakups. I, I like him a lot. He doesn't get the praise that a couple of these other cornerbacks get, but he could be a, a sneaky surprise to a lot of people for a rookie Here's season. The reason why I think Seattle likes him too is, is he, he didn't test off the charts, but Richard Sherman never tested off the charts. And it, no. I think he fits their system friends coaching style. I think it's a nice plug and play option. I think talent wise, there's better corners, probably five better talent corners, but Jackson's just, solid fundamentally he's not going to blow you away with his spark or his athleticism but he's certainly some somebody to keep an eye on okay dallas here i i looked at this and thought this is a tailor-made spot uh for for sutton for out of smu ruse got ridley so we're on the same wavelength with des bryant this might be his last year they got to get a pass catcher terrence williams is gone or or is he gone or is he on a one-year deal farky do you know one 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 so, you know, they, they got to find someone here to kind of pair up with Dak and Zeke. Um, I've got Sutton. Rue's got Ridley. Kev, what do you got? I actually have Rashawn Evans. Um, I, I don't think they were horrible offensively. And so this is the I, Sean Lee replacement because Sean Lee's hurt every yeah. damn year. Every year. And, again, I, I just think that they need guys – I saw too many teams scoring too many points last year in, um, in that division with Washington, who's been pretty good offensively, Philly, who's been great offensively, um, and the Giants, who we think with ODB and possibly a Barkley or something like that. My guess is they think they need to be, and I think it's a horrible decision on my part because Jerry Jones is a flash pick guy, and that's not a flash pick, but I think that's the best 
player on the board for them. Here's the one thing with Jerry, though. He's drafted linemen a lot, and that's certainly far from it. And he built that line into a flash position. Now, they took a step back last year. But, I, you know, I could see pairing up a thumper there. You know, they, they still love Sean Lee, but, but you know, he, history says otherwise as far as how many games this guy can play. They, they took a step back last year. I agree with that. But I think it, it's also – you know, it shows Zeke what, what Zeke means to that entire offense. Yeah, agree. So what do you got here, Fargy? I'm also going wide receiver. I'm with Rue. I'm going to go ahead and throw Ridley in there. I, I think they just have to give Dak as many quality receivers as possible. And to your points, you know, Des. You've already got future. Sutton gone, though. Yeah, so I've got Sutton gone. I think he's, Sutton's I think not he's gone. Do you think this is Sutton over Ridley? Because I, I Abs- didn't. Absolutely, absolutely. He is a plug-in for Dez, big play wide receiver. He's stays in, ha- stays in, and he doesn't even. He can stay in his apartment and smoke weed like he no there doubt does. Um, Wife so beaters. That, that'd be a fit for him. Wife beaters, St. Ides. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, we're going to up to Detroit, the city that never sleeps, the most prettiest city in, uh, I guess, in what would be it's if, a shithole. Transplanted into into. Iraq, like it would be rival with Baghdad. Um, Rue's got Payne here from Bama. I've got McGlinchey here for for uh, the the Lions. Kev, what do you got here? I'm on with Rue. I, I have Hurst going here. Um, okay, defensive tackle. Just a, yeah, you just, just have those two guy. slip. Yep, gotcha. yep, yep. Farky. Um, tackle here as well. Give me Williams. Protect your quarterback. God, did they pay him a king's ransom? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that Williams may help you run the ball a little bit better, too, on top of it. Uh, Cincinnati. So this is the, the Buffalo pick. Cincinnati acquired a lineman. Um, the name's slipping me. It's a tackle. Um, Ruse got Isaiah Wynn from Georgia. Guard here. I've got Maurice Hurst from Michigan here, um, which I feel like would be a nice compliment to an aging Geno Atkins and uh, help them up front. Um Kev, what do you got here? Um, I have. You're with I have Rue. Went also, yeah. Yep. I have went also. Uh, a logical replacement. I'm always a big fan of taking really good players from really good teams. Well, and here's know. the thing with Cincinnati. Mixon started to show it at the end of the year. Their line was so damn bad that. They've already they they made the trade and I, the damn guy is driving me crazy who I can't remember. Um, Corey, Glenn. Corey Glenn, Corey Glenn from from yeah. Buffalo, and right. I I don't disagree that they in the first one or two rounds have to address the offensive line even again, uh, particularly the guard <laughs> spot or up the middle. I think I've got James Daniels in the second round from Iowa, but I can hundred percent see see a win pick type here as well. Farky, what do you got? I've got uh, Hernandez here. Uh, okay, so you went the same same route and kind of um, you know Ruse got him rated a little higher, but you're you yep. got the mean nasty kid from uh, from you. Yeah, this, I, you took the words right out of my mouth. Offensive line, they rank bottom ten in, in yards and sack rate, and this guy is an absolute bully. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. and that actually segues to mine. So we go to Buffalo, Buffalo, but this is Denver now on mine. I've got Hernandez going here, so they didn't get Nelson. But they pair him up with with kind of a mean and nasty and and the Garrett Bowles and and you know kind of block up front also run blocking which their running game was atrocious the last two years uh, so I think he makes a big difference. Ruse got Sutton here to Buffalo and again mine was to Denver but he's got him to Buffalo. 
Kev, who do you have here to Buffalo? I, I'm going to veer off on a tangent here because I was looking up some stuff on the computer and somehow ended up on Maurice Jones' Drew mock draft. And he has Browns going Parkley at one. <laughs> Is anybody else doing that anymore? Like, wasn't that the cool thing to no, do? No, no. Here's the thing. That came, another one came out today. Um, bear with me. You go ahead and talk because I'll find out. Okay. Who All right. So I'll go to my 22nd pick. I have the, this is also a trade. If you remember on my Buffalo trade and I have the Browns going Darius guys. So they go Rosen Landry guys, which I think is three positions of Browns obviously need to address. They just do it a little bit different way. I honestly think this would be the best case scenario because they're getting the second best edge rusher and the second best running back and get three guys and, and still retain their three second round picks. At that point, you got to trade LaShawn McCoy, but I, and I don't disagree with the talent pick because this is the range where I think he's, he's somewhat of a, you know, a target. No, no, no. I have the Browns taking him because they trade. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. That's what I, yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're we right. get, I'm we sorry. get guys. So we end and up with Landry guys and the quarterback. And, and that's the type of player I think everybody's holding out hope for him or Michelle at maybe 33. So yeah, uh, makes a lot of sense there. Farky, who you got? Here's the thing. I liked Jackson here, but after going back through from bottom up, I hit inserted Jackson up in Seattle. I'm just going to say I think they need to go defensive tackle here if Jackson's off the board. So um, give me best available defensive tackle. I've got Brian uh, going after him, which I'll chat about then. But um, I'm going I'm to slide in at best available defensive tackle here. And Farky, you still have Buffalo there, though, right? You didn't have yeah, 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 I still yeah. have Buffalo here. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. Um, L.A. Well, no, this isn't L.A. anymore. So this is uh, New England. This is New England. So I had win. We don't know what Rue had Richard Evans, who I think would actually or would would work with with New England because they need a thumper to go with uh, with what is it? Hightower in the middle. Um, I had win here. Doesn't make it's not terrible. I would probably switch this to Colton Miller tackle UCLA. Um, I got a feeling they they need monster to, right same they, well, size as the kid yeah but he's like three or five he's more of the fleet-footed Nate Solder type but he, right. he kind of yeah, is like lost. a nice copy of him so yeah. I, I guess to New England here I'd probably go uh, go Solder so I went a little bit off the board here but I went Lamar Jackson um, you think and I know it doesn't fit it doesn't fit anything that Brady is or whatever and I get that. But I think Belichick's shown by flipping guys at the quarterback position multiple times in the last few years. They have no idea how long Brady's going to be around. Worst case scenario is uh, they get him for a couple years. And if if Brady can learn or he learns from Brady, they've got their future quarterback. Arky. So if you look at my picks on the sheet, I am not just inserting names that you that you go off of when you first make your picks. But I have Colton Miller here. Um, I think he's polished enough to block for Brady, and I think he's definitely got a higher ceiling than what Adrian Waddle or Antonio Garcia. So um, I think he's a nice fit here for them. Yeah, Mark thinks that like. We had a whole argument. He he was like, oh, maybe they wanted him to keep that weight down. I'm like, dude, he had like 
Lyme disease or some shit. March oh, like, oh, he did. Oh. He did an exceptional job of protecting Rosen's blind side. I mean, he was raved at over there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then, next up, we got Carolina. Uh, this is where Rue has targeted Justin Reed, safety Stanford. Uh, I've got Christian Kirk here. I just can't get him off this spot. Um, I just kind of feel like it just makes too much sense. It's a nice compliment to Cam. He's not as big as maybe I'd like, but uh, I think he's the nice. He's a he's a nice complimentary receiver weapon. Little that Steve Smith type mold um, talent wise. Kev, what do you have here? Sean, I like I really like that pick for you. <clears throat> um, you guys took this guy earlier than I did. I really like him. I think he's the second best cornerback in the draft. I have Josh Jackson here. Um, reminds me of Chris Campbell. Was a wide receiver, turned cornerback, big, long, uh, decent athlete. But uh, I, I just think he's a good fit in their defensive backfield. And I, I think he's the second best cornerback in the draft. But, you know, I think it's a good fit for them. Barky. I think they need to take a wide out as well. I like Kirk. I really do. Um, I'm going to go kind of off the board here a bit, and I'm going to go with Moore. Um, yeah, DJ Moore. Yeah, I yep. think DJ. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think he's got a lot of uh, intangibles. Maybe some of the I, other wide receivers. You, in the I, DJ have. Moore could be the first receiver taken if other teams pass. Like if Dallas passes on a receiver, DJ Moore could end up being the like he. He's a good. A very good oh, bet. Like he's a good bet for a second receiver taken. Actually, I think that's what that's what Bet Online has, um, at least for a prop. But well, there's, what was his combine like? He was fantastic. He was like, uh, oh, he was great. Yeah, high he was the one that went three, off the charts. Yeah, high okay. four three or low four four. Yeah, he 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 statistically was the best of of the whole bunch. So, yeah, that's uh, what I thought. I and people see Gold Tate a ton. I've seen him as early as you know. The, the Seattle type spot for him. So somebody to watch. I think the right, I think the receiver board is the most fluid. I mean, I mentioned corner earlier, but I think Ridley could be one on some boards and he's four or five on other boards. So 25, uh, Kev, let's flip this around. You've got Tennessee, you got your boy Vrabel. Um, for all intents and purposes, you're locking step with myself and Rue. I don't know where Farkey is, but where are you at? with Tennessee at 25? I got the kid from Boise. I know it's, again, sometimes it's a lazy, but sometimes it's easy, too. Uh, They need defensive help. They need getting to the quarterback. They've invested in the offensive side of the ball. I think they're set at wide receiver and obviously the skill positions. Um, They can use an athletic linebacker. The kid went played eight on eight football his whole life, got to Boise, and has just got better every year. Put up ridiculous numbers at the combine. Um, I think it's a good fit from learning for, uh, you know, to say another guy of similar stature. Is that a better way to say that? Um, yeah. I just think it's a good fit. You I think it's a good fit, and he's gonna the versatility of what he can do and what somebody like Mike probably wants based on the fact of what he did. It's hard. I think you, know, you, look, at hard the Titans, you look at the Titans defense and they need a little bit of versatility on top of it. And again, we're talking Leighton Van Esch, Van Der Esch. Uh, Mike Mack loves him. 
kind of been a, a darling of the you know back end of the first round, which initially was maybe second, third round grades, but then blew up at the combine. Was fantastic. Was from a linebacker perspective, in my eyes, second only to Tremaine Edmonds, um, who's just little little bit bigger, faster, younger, but um, you know, intuitively, Vander Esch might be kind of a more sound football player. But you know, I think you're almost splitting hairs a little bit. Farky, what do you yeah. have here? I have Landry. I, I I think that he's a great fit defensively for them. I do I do think linebacker is a need for them, and I love the Vanderish kid. I really do. Um, I you just think, think Landry's they, getting Farky? You think Landry's getting that far down, huh? Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a slide for him, and I think it, it, that Mike will be surprised if he gets there. Hmm. Well, I, I I had him initially um, to on first mock to the Saints, and then I changed it, and I was like, "There's no way once Mike got hired, he'd get past him." But now I just have Landry in the teens. So I, I saw that initially. So I, I don't know. Um, you know, sometimes your first mock is, is maybe your, your most accurate one. But, uh, yeah, I, I, don't th- I think this is a backstop for him, certainly. Uh, so moving on, 26, Atlanta. Um, to me, this is ripe for filling the defensive front. They just lost um, – oh, what the hell is the guy's name? The uh, – the kid they signed for the defensive tackle just for one year from Kansas City, uh, whatever the hell that guy's name was. Um, oh, uh, Cox. No, was it was him? it was. No, it wasn't Dorsey. Um, no, Cox is still in Philly. But whoever they oh, had, yeah, um, right. he was the kid that played fullback a couple times in Kansas. Poe, Dontario Poe. Um, Dontario Poe, yeah. So I, I've got Tavion Bryan here. Kev, I know you got him there as well. I do too. Bruce, Bruce got Hurst. Sparky, who you got? I also have Taven Bryant. I, uh, he's an upfield guy. I think he fits Dan Quinn's scheme well, so I, I like the fit here. I thought maybe you were you'd target him at um, at the Buffalo spot at twenty two. You kind of, but interesting. Nope. New New Orleans twenty seven. Uh, Rue and I have tight end. He's got Gasicki. I got Hayden Hurst. I'm not in love with this spot or this pick. For the Saints, either candidly. Um, so, Kev, what do you got here? I have Christian Kirk. Um, I think Mike Thomas is a big, strong guy, and I think they need somebody opposite of him. Um, I went with that. I'm rethinking that. In light I'm of the Meredith maybe, signing? Yeah. Did I, Chicago re- match that? I didn't see here over the weekend. I don't know if they did, but I'm guessing Chicago is not going to match it based on them. Their frugality. Uh, signing, yeah. uh, what's Robinson. his name from, yeah, Robinson. So <clears throat> I'm rethinking this pick, and I'm also rethinking that based on what I'm reading about DJ Moore, that maybe he's a better player than Kirk. Mm. But it is, I got Kirk here right now. Um, if I had to switch something to them, it would be, uh, offensive line, probably Colton Miller or the Daniels kid from Iowa. All righty. What do you think, Fargy? Again, check my sheet. I'm not uh, not playing copycat. I've got Hayden Hurst here as well. Uh, I just think he's a good complement to that offense and Breeze. Uh, but you know what? I do think that if he is their guy, I think they could probably trade back and end up landing him. But he's a good fit there. Yeah, I don't disagree. It- it just it feels like Jacksonville's going to take one, um, and we'll get to them. Rue, and he's thinking the same line as me, 
And Kev, you're kind of in the same spot. Le'Veon Bell is at some point they got to figure out what's going on there with that cap figure. I think they do it this year, but he's got Darius guys. I got Darius guys. I just I think the replacements in order, and this is the season, the the draft maybe to do it. Um, and it, it makes a lot of sense. I also could see a linebacker replacement. So Evans, if he's there, it, it, it's something kind of to watch. Kev, who do you have for the Steelers? I, I have Sony Mike. Is it Michelle or Michael? I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but either I, way, I think it's Michael. But okay, yes. I got I got Sony from Georgia again. Just what you guys were thinking. Not nothing to add. Bell. Whether they sign him this year or not, eventually that's gone, and they got to have a guy there. So he'd be a good and 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 even to take the workload off Bell, you got to have a couple guys at that position. You can't keep giving him the ball as many times as they've given him over the last three or four years and expect him to be as efficient as he is at that position. It's just impossible. Yeah, Farky, I'm going to give them Harrison here safety. Um, they definitely need to fill a linebacker void, no doubt about it. But uh, I, I think he's an attractive player that they're, they're not going to pass uh, on. Safety's so. a sneaky spot they need. I, I've had that mock before, and I, I continue to say, and I said it in the article that, that is posted to the website, I think Ronnie Harrison's my guy now that I'm pounding the table is going to get in the first round. I said that about Tavian Bryant. I said Landry. I said Van Der Esch. All those guys now are consensus first. So I felt like I needed to shift back. And Ronnie Harrison's been my guy. He shows up in mind, and I, I over like Reed. There. Yeah, I do. Like I like him over, him over the Reed. Reed. Yeah. He's more of a Steeler player, to be honest. Um, I gotta be. I, I'm not a huge Reed fan. No. Okay. To be honest, I've just been. He's been catching a lot of buzz lately. That's yeah, he is. I, I think certain up. fits he might work, but um, Harrison can be a thumper. Like it, that's that's an impact type guy, and he he he's going to be an upgrade over Mike Mitchell. Uh, so 29 Jacksonville Ruse got Dallas Goder. Now here's the thing from San Diego from South Dakota state. He didn't run last week and he has a ran of 40 yet. No one's got any clue how fast he is. I think it's probably going to scare teams away. I don't see how the hell he's a first rounder when you don't run a 40. I just, I, these tight ends are too bunched together, and I, I think if Rue were to have to do it over again, he'd probably have Hayden Hurst here in his spot. Me, I've got Ridley. I think it's the perfect spot for him. Uh, from a receiver, he's the third one on my board. Uh, um, yeah, he's the third one on my board, uh, so he gets a little chip on his shoulder. Um, I think it's kind of tailor-made for him. Kev, what do you got? I have Colton Miller. Um, again, I if you have Blake Bortles, you need as much time as possible. I don't care what he did. Got to protect Blake Bortles. Actually, yeah. you might want to ha- not have an O line and just get him killed. <laughs> <laughs> who they did they sign anybody at quarterback? No. Like who? Who's their backup? They're riding with Blake. That's they, 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 they gave him like fifty million guaranteed, right? I, yes, right. Lam- Lamar Jackson's a, a play here too. Um, you know, I don't have Jackson in the first round, but I got a feeling he will end up there. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Farky, who do you have? 
Kev, I, I agree with you. I could see them taking a tackle, best available tackle. But I, like I mentioned earlier, I love Vander Esch, and they, they definitely need to upgrade that defense after the points Pittsburgh hung on them. And they had games where they gave up a bunch of points. So I just I, I don't love putting him here, but I just think he's a player they can't pass on at this point with what I already have off my board. This is mm-hmm. a pure value pick then in your eyes. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I, I, um, you know, I can't necessarily disagree with that then. No, that would be a great fit for that defense, obviously. But I, I think he's better. I think he's going to be gone. But I get it. That's a great fit. All right, moving on. Uh, Minnesota uh, jumping to to Rue. He's got Connor Williams here O line. I had Connor Williams. Um, Kevin, I think you're in the same. Group. I don't have a lot to say with Connor Williams. He's just a solid player, not a world beater. But when you're at the back sure. of the draft, you start to need complimentary pieces. Um, so, Kev, who do you have taken? Minnesota. <clears throat> this is probably my Buckeye bias. And with Pat Elfline having so much success there, uh, I got him going Billy Price, solidifying that offensive line with the two stud wide receivers and putting so much money into their quarterback. Um, their defense was solid this year, if not what one of the top six, I think. I think there were five or six defensively. Um, so solidify that offensive line. Protect the guy that you gave all that money to. Barky. Kev, give me a Buckeye. Billy Price. Love it. <laughs> oh, he ran it back. Argument, arg- argument could definitely be made that they should take a cornerback here, but I love Billy Price, and I'll tell you what, he's an immediate upgrade to Tom Compton. So, um, yeah, give me Billy Price here all day. Yeah, and he's got torn or partially torn pack, but it sounds like he'll be all right. Yeah, I know I had him in the in the first round before. Um, I've bumped him out, but you know, I easily could be a play, you know, in the twenties here, or or uh, the you know the early thirties. 31, New England. Ruse has got Colton Miller here, so the same kind of tackle that I had at 23. He's got him taken it at 31. I've got my Ronnie Harrison pick here at, at 31, safety um, from Bama. Kev, who you have? Patriots so with, Mal- with Malcolm Butler being gone, uh, my note actually says you watched the Super Bowl, right, Kevin? And I said, yes, I did. Jerry Alexander, cornerback, Louisville. Um, it was Four embarrassing watching what they. It was embarrassing watching what they had on the back end of that defensive backfield in the Super yep, Bowl. Yeah, big time uh, athlete, no doubt. So I took the took one of the highest rated cornerbacks on the on the floor or on the board. Barky. I personally think that the Patriots would prefer to have Vanderesh here. Um, I think these two picks are interchangeable. I think if Evans would go to Jacksonville, then Van Der Esch goes here, but I have them taking to Sean Evans, Rashawn Evans. Sorry. Yeah. I, 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 he's, he's someone that's in that range there too for him. And we mentioned him at 23. So um, yeah, no slouch there. 32. Bruce got Isaiah Oliver, Colorado uh, to, to the Eagles. They lost Patrick Robinson to the saints. So it makes some sense there. I've got Rashad Evans from Bama. I got back-to-back Bama, three out of the last four in, in at the end of the first round to go to the Eagles. Um, Kev, what do you have here wrapping up the first? Um, I have James Daniels, offensive line, Iowa. 
again, uh, what's his Peters, right? Peters yeah. is the guy that was hurt last Apple. year. Um, I think they filled a lot of needs or gaps in free agency. Mike Wallace, Pelodi Nada, um, they picked up the tight end. So, again, and maybe I'm just reading into what these GMs talk about, but get to the quarterback, protect the quarterback are two good things. And you got a guy coming off a knee injury, so nothing can hurt picking up another offensive lineman. Berkey, wrapping it up, who you got? I think uh, I think Mike Hughes is a perfect fit here. Uh, I know they traded for Daryl Worley, uh, but they have so many. They have a ton of holes to fill. But I just think he's he's a guy that immediately becomes a, a playmaker in the secondary for them and uh, starts right away. So give me give me Mike Hughes to round out the, the first round. All right. So that's. I mean, we'll we'll see what hits here. We might be tweaking these still, and then we'll roll out the final one, and then see if anybody can get five of of the. 32 right which would be a victory to itself i think one year rue and i maybe had like eight or nine and you know we were uh then you get to the actual draft and then you're calling the shot beforehand and uh <laughs> usually fit do better there when you got a couple pops in us but um but yeah we'll see how that goes we'll keep talking that so guys let's pivot real quick uh we hit we hit the brown stuff so let's let's hit the rapid fire I ended up part one it was a little heated i'm gonna give these to you guys blind in, in part two as we wrap this up and then give you guys a chance to give any kind of final rundown of what you got across the draft or whatnot. Rapid fire, Gronk, a pat in 2019. Not this coming year, but in 2019. Yes or no? Farky. No. I think that history shows what Bill Belichick's MO is, and he has no, hesitate, no hesitation in cutting guys loose. Kevin. I agree with Farky, and if Hayden Hurst ends up being or whatever his name is, one of these two draft picks in the late second or late first round. We'll we'll have that answered real quick. Even more definitively, interesting. Okay, Rams. Too many additions to a roster. Kev, absolutely not. Um, I love McVay. I think he is one of the brightest minds in football. Um, talent wins out, and he's. He's the guy. I'm trusting in him. I'm trusting in the fact that those kids like to play for him. Barky. I'd agree with Kevin, as he did with me. You're I giving think. him a lot of credit calling them kids, guys. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Marcus Peters and Tablib or whatever the hell his name is and Dominican Sue. I don't know, guys. I, hey, they're going to roll through that division, but I don't know. I, I'm not talking about a four-year run. I'm talking about one year. One year, guys can buy in. That's hey, what I'm Ma- saying. Mark was pretty steadfast. Remember when the Eagles did it in 2010 or 2011? It didn't work out well. That was the dream Not even close. Then. I'll disagree it, no. with the moneymaker. These guys are in their prime. He was. <laughs> hey. they, were, they were getting scrubs. Sue and Sue is the type of guy that he could get suspended quickly, and he's he's quickly. a cancer. The guy makes plays though. The other thing though with Talib, he's been knocked on, and, and all for good reason year after year. But the guy does come to play week in and week out. He, he and does. Marcus well, Peters is good. Marcus Peters is what is he twenty five, twenty six? Yeah, I don't think the problem so much is how good they are individually. It's at the sign of adversity. How are the how are some of these guys going to act? Tlaib was, fi- was fine in Denver. 
Tlaib will get thrown they, out. Dude, of they were a dumpster games. fire the last ten games of the season last year. Yeah. A dumpster yeah. fire. Oh, they He's won the Super Bowl. Chains off and getting suspended. <laughs> so, Le'Veon Bell, Steeler concerned. Are you like? Well, we don't care. It was through the Steelers, but um, Le'Veon Bell should Steeler fans be concerned? Kev, they should not because the window for running backs is small, and I think they're going to find a high replacement for him this year and move on from him at his $60 million contract. I think I read the other day that the second-highest-paid running back, he wants 16, and the second-highest-paid running back in the NFL right now is about 8 or $9 million. It's nine um, and like a quarter, and who is it, Farkey? The highest-paid? Second. Second-highest-paid. Just Devontae. signed this off the just signed this off season. Devontae Freeman oh. signed during the season oh. last year. Seven and a half. Jarek McKinnon what? is the second highest paid running back with, oh, with yeah. uh, Lewis from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, I read. Oh I read my the, god. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say they should be concerned because one, I don't put anything past any of these guys when they're pissed off about money and what they feel they deserve or earn. And second, kind of a rebuttal to Kev, I know that, that running backs are, there's a lot of them available, but uh, the, the guy's special and he does a lot of things. I'll that say this, other guys if you got do. Le'Veon Bell on your dynasty team, you're pissing down your leg right now because you're probably yes. all geared up for, for a run this season and that dude's going to be smoking blunts and drinking 40s uh, he... up until Monday before the season and report time because that dude ain't showing up to any preseason shit. And, and, and here's all. one more point, Sean is I don't care about how good Le'Veon Bell is. And he's really, really good. But they should be more worried about the rapist than what's going on with him. They need to find somebody a quarterback because that position wins out. They had D'Angelo Williams. They've had, a, they've had what, Willie Parker. They've had a bunch of guys behind him. And they've all been good. That's the guy they need to worry about. I, I don't disagree with you there. I, that's why I'm telling you. I think Mason Rudolph, Lamar Jackson, you can. I think it's like plus three hundred or something for six over five and a half quarterbacks. You get an extra year with them. If anybody in the back likes Rudolph or Jackson, that's a great bet. Absolutely. So and like we talked about earlier, there. there's speaking Arizona. of blunts and four. Yeah, well, speaking of blunts and forties while they're uh, while they're you know not practicing, Andrew Luck. Um, never to be confused with blunts and forties. How worried on a scale of one to ten are the Colts, Kevin? Nine. Farky. And I. Three. Kev. Nine. I'm sticking with nine. You can never when you invest what you have in him. You got to be worried until he. I got to be honest. Mine, mine two months ago was about three. He's still not throwing footballs. It's it's a seven and a half, and like I'm one more drink, and it's about an eight and a half. Like, <laughs> like the girls changing with each kind of passing day here, and it's like each day signifies knocking another shot back, and that score starts sliding upwards the wrong way for Colts fans. I I will say this though, I can't believe how silent they've kept really the the details of everything i know we hear that, little leaks here and there but i but see no one i think that's easy 
I think they're giving Jim Mercy so much oxycodone that he, and then they're like, like giving him. A, they changed his password on his phone, and it's locked out now. And now he's just sitting around with affliction shirts, watching old UFC fights, and just knocking them back like skittles. Oh, that's outstanding, Sean. I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, they 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 have every day that goes by. It's like. Uh, when you, if I'm a salesman and every day that I send an email and the person doesn't respond, I go, shit, I lost that sale. That's how, <laughs> that's how they have to feel. Yeah. The old shit meter starting to hit like, a boil. Oh man. I thought I had, I thought I had this sale. See, Farky, Farky's like Jim Ursay and Jim Ursay, he trusts. Jim Ursay said, don't worry about it last year. Farky said, I'm not worried about it. Jim Ursay said a month ago, don't worry about it. Farky ain't worried about it yet. No, that did not come from He Jim ain't throwing a football yet. He that ain't throwing a football. Here's, I'll tell you what. Okay, that's fine. I did Last year, there's nothing with me about Jim Ursay or, or Andrew Luck, but I do think Andrew Luck will play this year, and I think he'll be, he'll be just fine. But is there a better fit than Jim Irsay for an appearance on WWE? <laughs> I, honestly, he's a great fit to show up on these podcasts sooner. Not later. since Ronda Rosie or whatever her name is. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was top, perfect. So, well, her yeah. top was almost coming out from what I could saw, and I did not <laughs> really see from her anyways. All right. Um, <laughs> so, we ta- so we hit this just a touch. Will there be a big big draft surprise? Um, Farky, you had one, right? Um, I have Sutton. Here. I have Sutton. It's Sutton in the yeah, it's Sutton in the top ten. Kev, um, you don't have to maybe call it, but like, where you maybe where if you were to say one thing, maybe what would be a, a surprise you could see happening? The 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 surprise for me is going to be somebody trading up to get the fourth quarterback. I don't know who it's going to be. Baltimore, Arizona, New England, somebody. I see somebody trading up to get the fourth quarterback. Whoever's left on the board. Interesting. We could agree that a surprise would be Baker Mayfield at one, right? Yeah, I, I think that's oh, hundred percent. That yes. that's what they hit on. That's what we touched on part one. Kind of beat that horse to death. Um, so Mark says it. Mark says it's no surprise. He, no, he yeah he it's not even he yeah he went into like a janitor story. We were dogging him on <laughs> some guy that was down at some bar in Orlando that was drinking with John Dorsey over the winter meetings or some shit. I'm like, man, Mark is, Mark is, he's out there, man. Hey, he might 70, be 75 to win 1500, baby. That's what it'll do to you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like I've used all mine up. Like these guys, I feel like I've got three guys that I'm like, they're going in the first round or Edmonds is going in the top, you know, 12. James is going in the top 12. Those are all, those are all good, but you got to have one. Yeah. That's what I mean. That like they were surprises on. like two months ago. Now they're not surprises. So, I think New Orleans. Lamar Jackson? I think New Orleans takes Lamar Jackson. I do. Wow. I love it. That's awesome. Good for you. I think he's gone. That's the only thing. Yeah. I, I'm going I'm to go with that one for now. I, I'll probably work up another one here at some point. I, I, matter of fact, I got another one. Josh Sweat could sneak into the first round. I don't think he's going to, but Josh Sweat was criminally misused, and everything I read about, and then even like Tall- Tallahassee guys, like 
they're, they're they're getting scouts. They're asking questions about like, and it's just something to watch. How about and the three team running to backs? watch Minnesota? I think Minnesota is hmm. a prime candidate. They had Xavier Rhodes. They got Dalvin Cook. They got good connections down in Tallahassee. He'd be a good turf player. Um, and like I said, he'd fit what Zimmer had in Cincinnati with um, with Dunlop and then the other, the Michael Johnson guy before he left. He's that right kind of profile. So that would probably be my Josh Sweat, who you're not going to see that anywhere. That could All right, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you one more as a Buckeye bias or not bias, but Ohio State. I know where you're people. going. Tyquan Lewis before Sam Hubbard. Ooh, I like Ooh, that. I was going like to say Sam Hubbard in the first round. I, I think Tyquan oh, Lewis no. is a perfect spot in New England's second round pick where they have San Francisco at like yeah, whatever. Like I like 50, it. The 41. Is three running backs in the first round a surprise? That That's a bet. Oh, actually, no. One and a half is a bet. And I love yes, those. One and a half is a bet. It's yeah, crazy wow. to me. It's like think, minus 150, right, Sean? Here's the problem with running backs. You don't get that much out of that extra year. What you have to realize is the first round you get an extra year, and that's why the quarterback bet, to me, if you just if you think there's enough smoke on that sixth quarterback, Rudolph, that it's the perfect – because teams will trade up and only move – you know, they'll trade a, their second and maybe a, a third to go to the – Jacksonville at 29 and you're sitting there Jacksonville like well I wanted this guy wanted this guy and now I'll take this guy at in the second it, it, it makes a lot and of the bets five and a half right on quarterback it's at five and a half yeah I mean if it was four and a half I'd already I mean I would have bet it so much that the juice would have moved on it but uh yeah I think that's one to take we're we're gonna get Shilligan um to, to maybe join maybe the next pod and, and hit some props and go through that. That'll be maybe our next angle. So we'll prep the listeners with that. Last question. We had some fun with this on part one. We'll try and do it here quickly. What could you run a 40 in right now? Kev. All right. So I was the fattest I've ever been over the holidays this year, 42 years old. I've lost 30 pounds since January 2nd, and I still couldn't run a five flat. Not a chance. Arky? What did uh, Josh Allen run? Four, four, nine, one, maybe, I think. Oh, four, seven, five. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you, would, you would have gotten heavy objections. Here's I don't the- give a fuck what those guys say. <laughs> Mark, Mark was like he felt like he would squeak inside five, but he was like four nine high. Um, then they argued about what he ran at BW and stuff like that. Uh, Burst was like a six one. Grilly said five two. I actually didn't even bother answering because I was kind of it was it was too humorous to me. And then they brought up Rich Eisen ran like a five nine or a six one. And like Burst, you can't beat Rich Eisen. He's like, no, nah, I probably can't beat Rich Eisen in a suit. Um, I don't know. So, I'm in better shape than I was seven years ago. So. It was it was an interesting discussion. So what's going to happen is, is we'll be able to test whether or not those guys listen to the pod is if we on a chain start getting a bunch of bitching about whether or not you can actually run a 4-7. And you said 4-7. Four four seven, seven, five. Five. 
you said four seven five. I'll I, I give you that. But we we will now test out who's listening by the number of people that complain or or call bullshit on four seven five. And if we get enough people, then we're gonna have to get you somewhere and do kind of a a, a forty yard time somewhere and do some video for it. Perfectly fine. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, Sean. Sean, Sean last have- question. Sean, last question for you. Do we have something set up for a draft party? I think we're going to do, uh, you know, we, he used to host the college pod. We're going to do um, Monner, maybe his house. So we were going to try and do a remote, but with Mark, he's not actually going to be around on Thursday. So, yeah, I'll be talking to you kind of offline. We're going to do Burst doing recordings. Farkas, you might have Grilly with you. So yep. we might try and work some stuff out there. So we're going to have some kind of odd pairings, but – yeah, mark that off um, that Thursday, Kev. Maybe you just meet up over at my place and we can drive down to Monitors. And, and, oh, I'd uh, love Jack. to do it. Love to do it. Guys, I know we've run long, but we have to do this because it's it's one of our new go-tos. Three minutes. We have to update the listeners on some of the revelations that Tony Grossi's had recently with his mock drafts. Tony Grossi was so bad today. He, he literally got shredded by Robert Klemko because Grossi insinuated that Baker Mayfield didn't have enough credit to be able to bump up to first class. And he did this on the radio on Rizzo's show. And I didn't listen to it. I caught the audio via the internet because it's now like making national news that he is now reporting stuff that he has. And he almost basically (laughs) says it, that he's just going off what he hears and the fact that this was accredited journalist at one point is baffling to me. Never mind the fact that last week he posted a mock of Denzel Ward, linebacker, Ohio State. Yes. He also has had the Giants taking Barkley and then Sony Michelle in the first and second round. <laughs> and then he has like he's had repeated instances now in his mocks. He's on like 6.0 and then he keeps banning people that calling him out on it rather than like being jokingly with it. He takes himself that serious and his wire that tight that 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 is how he operates now. It is Gestapo-esque um, reporting from one Tony Grossi. Oh, my God. They were throwing him on there. And never mind, you didn't even know that the Indians are playing now. You don't even know that opening day happened because they wanted to talk about, you know, lasagna at some local watering hole. What was the Goldhammer comment that was tweeted out a few days ago? He said so- – there was, there was uh, he a made fun of um, basically like janitors and custodians and like one guy he was dogging and was like, oh, yeah, you clean toilets. And meanwhile, like half their listeners, you know, are custodians for Christ's sake. Uh, there was something with a name. I have to look it up and maybe mention it next time. There was a name that was mentioned. Uh, God, is he awful. So, Kevin, so, you so, listen, you catch it sometimes, right? Or do you flip it off? No, never. I don't ever listen. It's just the probably like Clemco and um, Down. I get a, Do you follow this Down Damon guy? No, uh, you no. know what I follow now? The ref log, the McNeil guy th- that set up the parade, which I disagree McNeil. with that, but like, I'll, I'll, yeah, followed him. I like him. The, the really big show Reddit and the unofficial Reddit, the RBS Reddit and unofficial RBS Reddit. That and then there's there's a Jizzy McRizzo one and then there's like another one that's like a Goldhammer parody account. Um, those four I will now check at least every other day just to see what like 
babbling. They they basically listen to trash it and they start a post and then the, <laughs> the thread is hilarious to read. They make Christian and son jokes. They make all sorts of jokes at the expense of what was literally a great show at one point that has went down the tubes because they don't put in any work whatsoever. They have five of the same callers. They don't take other callers. It's 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 an abomination what that show has become from when it first started compared to where it is now. He attacks Joe Thomas. Like it is just bizarre. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it was it was it a was, must li- must listen. It was it a was. must listen for me every day. And now I'm He being beat dead his serious. wife and literally it went downhill. Once he cracked his yeah. wife, it went downhill. Well, imagine, yeah, so he needs to stop beating women and going back to Coke because when he was on Coke, he was really good. The beating of the women is taking him downhill. I actually think what's happened is the TV show, he now is so ragged, he doesn't have any originality that it's just regurgitation after regurgitation. I think that's the problem because I think the same thing has happened with Simmons. I think Bill Simmons used to be must-read, mailbag, and now he only, when he gets free time, he only <clears> watches. <throat> Boston stuff, and he's lost all form of reality. It's that or blowing Kevin Durant. Like the same <laughs> symptoms that have plagued Rizzo are have plagued Simmons because you can't. I've read the book of basketball. It was too good for him to be putting the crap. It was amazing on, on a consistent basis now. And Simmons went to the TV show, and it never was the same. Hey, I got in the mailbag. Do you guys know I ever got? Did I ever tell you guys? Yeah. I got in the mailbag? Oh no, I remember. Yeah. Simmons? Oh yeah. One of my that that I I used to do anything I could to be with Simmons and Sean. You hit the nail on the head. Those guys, I don't know what what happened to them, but I don't know. It, it just goes down quickly. I mean, it goes down quickly. Guys, sure. you ready? You ready? It was it was Tony Rizzo. Tony Rizzo. Chris Sims played one of the finest Super Bowls I've seen in my life. Dead air. Gold hammer. Are you talking about <laughs> Phil Sims? <laughs> Yeah, Mayfield hit Grossi with the block months ago, and Grossi has been scraping the bottom of the barrel since. He's now talking about sources at airports, and these kids have been traveling city to city daily for for two straight weeks, and it's not even true. That's basically the gist of it. So, yeah, um, we'll we'll be touching that in some future topics here. We're going to wrap up tonight. Follow us at at Glory Podcast. This will now, we're going to get part one out um, on the Wednesday the 11th this will get out on Thursday the 12th so anything changes over the next 24 hours don't hold us to it but um, yeah follow us on our website new websites coming here in the in the next couple weeks we're really excited directionally where that's going got some branding stuff that's coming through and then hopefully some uh, some sponsorship opportunities in the near future as well that we can announce so we'll wait and see but uh, thank you for listening and as always Respond back with questions. Hit us up with anything, Facebook and on the website. And uh, we're happy to kind of put it on blast. And, and you know, we might even have some T-shirts coming through. Got some big stuff for the draft coming. And, uh, guys, any last thought? Go Tribe 2-1 today over Detroit. Garbage city. can hit, but damn, can we pitch. Kev? Same. Can't believe that uh, where we're at with only having as many hits as we have. Um Again, anybody but Josh Allen. That's all I got. No matter what. 
On that note, signing off, guys. All right. Until the next time. Peace. All right. Later.